millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to Elemental, a podcast from RNZ. I'm Alan Blackman from the Auckland University of Technology. And I'm Alison Balance. And together we are exploring the chemical elements in a year-long 150th birthday party for the periodic table. This is episode 30, which brings us to gallium, which Alan tells me is the mysterious case of the disappearing spoons. Indeed, and we will get to that, but cast your mind back to start with to episode 28, Francium, and uh, we mentioned gallium during that episode as well, and as we said then, gallium is the second element which is named after France from Gallia, the Latin name for France. So, vital statistics for this element, gallium, chemical symbol GA, atomic number 31, puts it sort of in the middle-ish, a little bit to the right of the periodic table, and discovered in 1875 by, guess who? (laughs) It's Paul Emile Lecoq de Bois-Baudron again, and I can't believe that this guy is not on the periodic table. Neither can I. He pops up in this podcast series all the time. I know. And um, yeah, before I started doing research on this, I have to admit I'd never heard of him, but he seemed to have done a lot. So put him on the periodic table, I think. Certainly played a huge role in the development of it, hasn't he? No, absolutely. And this, in fact, was a very, very important element, gallium, in terms of Mendeleev's periodic table, because... If you think back right to the start of this podcast, the preface episode, what we found was that Mendeleev had left gaps in his periodic table. He was so certain that he was right that he would leave gaps where he knew that elements that hadn't yet been discovered must be. So one of these elements he called eka aluminium, meaning there was an element that was directly below aluminium on the periodic table and directly above indium. And so... This new element would be in group 13 of the periodic table. And in fact, the element that he called Eka aluminium was, in fact, gallium. And this was found six years after Mendeleev's periodic table. So Mendeleev was pretty chuffed about this, I guess, because one of the great things in science is when you come up with a theory, if it has predicative power, then it's a damn good theory. And this periodic table was a damn good theory. So... What happened was that Bois-Baudron had uh, reported his discovery of gallium, and Mendeleev wrote to Bois-Baudron after seeing uh, this in the literature, and he asked him to check his reported density of the new metal, because the Frenchman said it was about 4.5 grams per mil, and Mendeleev reckoned that it should be about 6 grams per mil, so Bois-Baudron consequently redid his experiment, remeasured the density, and surprise, surprise, found that Mendeleev was correct, so... Pretty cool. Pat Mendeleev sure was a genius. Now, this gallium, where does it come from? 
Well, because gallium is in group 13 along with aluminium, then it tends to be found in the same sort of places that aluminium is found and indeed in bauxite deposits. So that's where we get the majority of aluminium from. And gallium coexists, I guess, in those bauxite deposits. So that's not really surprising that you find them together. And in terms of use, the major use of gallium is in semiconductors and generally as a material called gallium arsenide. And around about 95% of all gallium produced is converted to gallium arsenide. And this is used in high-speed logic chips and also in mobile phones and the pre-amplifiers in mobile phones. So every cell phone contains power amplifiers that uh, enable the handset to transmit voice and data back to the base station tower, and then that routes the call to another phone number or an internet address. And so these power amplifiers are the most critical radio frequency component of the phone, and they have historically been dominated by circuits made with this gallium arsenide, the semiconductor. But as we move on, we're finding that silicon chips uh, are much cheaper and they are becoming more widespread, even though the gallium arsenide chips are much, much faster. Maybe it depends how flash your phone is. <laughs> yes, very probably. I wouldn't <laughs> mind betting. Gallium arsenide is one of uh, a few sort of gallium-based semiconductors. So we've got gallium nitride and indium gallium nitride, and they're used in LEDs. They give you blue and violet LEDs. And these light-emitting materials are also used in um, Blu-ray players. So I might have it in my mobile phone. I do have a Blu-ray disc player at home, so I've definitely got it there. Indeed you do, yes, yes. Now tell me, what's the story with the disappearing spoons? Well, we haven't mentioned this yet, but gallium is in fact a metal, and at room temperature it's quite soft. It looks like silver, lovely soft silvery metal, but you hold it in your hand and it will melt, because gallium melts at around about 30 degrees Celsius. And quite remarkably... Uh, it stays liquid for another 2,373 degrees Celsius before it boils. And this gives it the largest liquid range of any element on the periodic table. That's outrageous. That's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's quite, quite remarkable, that. Uh, chemically, this is all due to the fact that gallium is smaller than it should be because of poorly shielding D-electrons. But if you want to know more about that, come along to my first-year lectures. And as for the disappearing spoon, um, this used to be an old trick of scientists back in the day. They would uh, fashion a spoon out of gallium. It would look like just a normal silver spoon. Somebody would stir their tea with it, and then, of course, the spoon would then disappear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I bet that got a laugh every time. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, interesting fact, please. I, li I do like the spoon one, but I'm sure there must be more. <laughs> So gallium is very unusual amongst elements and, in fact, compounds in the fact that it shrinks by 3% when it melts. So that makes it very, very unusual. Not many elements or, in fact, compounds do that. Or to put that in a way which makes more sense to me, it expands <laughs> when it solidifies, doesn't it? So like water expanding when it turns to ice. Indeed, and water is very rare in that respect, yes. Yep. Elemental, a mind-expanding podcast from RNZ. You can find us at rnz.co.nz slash chemistry. And you can also subscribe as a podcast at your favourite podcast provider. Thanks for your company, and we're back next time with Germanium. But until then, it's goodbye from me, Alan Blackman. And me, Alison Balance. Matewa.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.